More Americans die from catastrophic disease than from all other causes combined, yet we don't seem to be focused on finding cures. Is there something we can do about it? You're listening to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to this special ReachMD Public Policy Healthcare Report. I'm your host, attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, president and chief science officer of Partnership for Cures, a nonprofit that drives cures to patients through repurposing current therapies for new uses. And my guest is Lou Weisbach, founder and CEO of Halo Industries when it was the world's largest promotional products company, current president of Stadium Capital Associates, political advocate, fundraiser, and advisor, and the person who came up with the idea of the American Center for Cures. Lou and I are discussing why an American Center for Cures is a critical need in the United States. Lou, welcome to ReachMD. Thank you for having me, Bruce. So what's working and what's not working in the research marketplace right now? I think the greatest successes that we're having are some specific drugs that make people with diseases more comfortable. However, what is not working is certainly cures because we, in our lifetime and the lifetime of everybody who's listening to this show, have not cured any major diseases. And that's the focus of what we're working on. So what's the American Center for Cures and why did you come up with this concept? The American Center for Cures is a Manhattan Project type of initiative that is meant to bring the best people in the world together, not only researchers, but biologists, chemists, mathematicians, and their genius into one specific place to work on one specific disease. And while doing that, it's going to also break down every disease into a puzzle-like form and say there's 20 pieces to the puzzle of each disease and perhaps there's 10 of those that there's some other research facility in the world that is far down the line in achieving an answer to that question and we will provide cash and capital to and the assignment to give us the answer to a specific piece to that puzzle to a specific organization and then the other 10 pieces to the puzzle we will internally with the best researchers that we can hire and the best people that we can hire in an interdisciplinary approach we will internally try to answer and our vision and our view is is that within that process by centralizing by having the accountability of needing and focusing to cure diseases we will be able to cure them so how is the american center for cures different than what's going on at the NIH right now? Most of the money that's spent at the NIH is spent on curiosity-based research as opposed to mission-based research. And they do a wonderful job. And there's a lot of wonderful drugs that have emanated through work at the NIH and a lot of great research that's done. However, they don't do a good job relative to cures. It's not their mission. It's not their focus. And we, the public, needs somebody whose job it is is to cure diseases. And so the specific branches of the National Institute that focus on a particular disease, you say they're not set up, though, to drive cures to patients? What I'm saying is that within the NIH, if you look at how their money is spent, that the majority of the money is spent on initiatives that really aren't driven and focused towards cures. And the only way that we're going to cure diseases is, and it certainly should be an important enough issue to people, is to have somebody whose job it is to cure specific diseases, who's fully accountable, who has all the money in a centralized form 
that's needed to cure a disease. I mean, there's a reason that we in America and we, the people of the world, haven't cured diseases. And that's because there hasn't been enough money that's been centralized, enough of a centralized focus towards any one disease. There's certainly a lot of wonderful work done around the world by researchers whose heart's in the right place. However, there obviously the methodology of trying to cure diseases hasn't been successful. The pathway that we've taken to try to cure diseases hasn't worked. So, you know, we all need to be intelligent enough to, if we're midway through the game and we haven't scored a point and we haven't gotten five yards rushing or five yards passing, to put another game plan out there. And the American Center for Cures provides that hope and that focus and that new game plan. And the very worst scenario relative to the American Center for Cures is is that we're going to spend a lot of money and a lot of new money underlined towards research, which will certainly provide some positive answers. Our hope and our mandate and our goal is is to provide more than positive answers, but to ultimately provide cures. So this is really a structural thing you're talking about. The talent is out there and the opportunity is out there, but the structure of how we put all that talent and opportunity and work and money together isn't pushing us towards cures. Is that what you're saying? It's absolutely correct. It is a structural issue, and it's an issue of focus as well. If you stop and think about the greatest companies in the world and how they achieve success, they would never do what we do in the world trying to cure diseases, having lots of people in lots of different places working separately um, without a centralized focus trying to achieve a great mission. No company in the world would ever go about their business that way. And we need to look at cures as an important enough issue, disease is an important enough issue that we should bring the best minds together and we should run it as a business in just as we do if we were IBM or if we were Microsoft or we were Apple and trying to come up with the best answers to technological issues. So that's all we're saying. Let's apply the great successes that business has had in certain areas and the methodology that they've achieved those successes. And if you look at it, it's bringing the best management to bear, having focus, centralizing, and bringing the best talent in the world together into one place. And that's how great things get done. And that's all we're doing is we're applying the way that business has had its greatest accomplishments to medicine and to cures. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to this special ReachMD Public Policy Healthcare Report on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Bruce Bloom, and I'm speaking with businessman and political advisor Lou Weisbach about the American Center for Cures. So, Lou, who would be in charge of this? Would it be a layperson, a business guy like you or Jack Welch, or would it be a scientist, or would it be a healthcare provider or a council? Who's going to be in charge? We're going to have a what we call the Council of Cures, and the Council of Cures is going to be made up of the greatest business minds in America, as well as leaders of government, to choose not only the board of directors of this particular organization, but also the diseases that are going to be attacked first. In terms of who is going to actually run the American Center for Cures, that would be a presidential appointment. How is it structured? Is this going to be a public-private partnership or just totally public? How is it going to work? It would be funded by the public, but would be a public-private partnership that would reside in the private area. It's going to be much like the initiative that is called DARPA, the 
Defense Advanced Research Initiative, which has been incredibly successful and has had just fantastic successes, including the Internet. Most people don't know that the Internet was developed by DARPA, as well as most of the cutting-edge weaponry that our government has developed has been through DARPA, which essentially we've followed the model of DARPA and Part of what the American Center for Cures is going to be is going to have a component called HARPA, which, again, is is patterned after DARPA. What would happen for issues like patent protection and those kinds of discoveries? Who's going to get the benefit of that? Will that go back to the American people? Will that go to the private part of this public-private partnership? Well, the concept basically is because the cures that we come up with we're not looking at this as a business. Nobody's trying to make money here. This is going to be the American people's cures. And the cures that we come up with are going to be given and accessible and available to the American public without cost. I mean, that's certainly our concept. Where there's a differential to that is when we come up with some, for example, drugs that are commercially usable. Our concept is is that we're going to bring in the drug companies and welcome them to invest in the American Center for Cures and in a pro rata fashion have them get the benefits of the drugs that we come up with that aren't cures because there's no doubt that we're going to come up with all types of answers to all types of questions, many of which are not going to be cures. And we believe that the right way to handle that process would be to parcel them off to the drug companies that are investing in the American Center for Cures. If this is a good idea, why hasn't any private company or private partnership come together to try and do this on a smaller scale? You know, I can't really answer that. I can tell you that there's a lot of ideas that turn out to be very successful ideas and impactful ideas that seem to have been out there that people should have figured out a long time ago. You don't have to look a lot further than Starbucks. I mean, Certainly, people in the world have loved coffee for a long time, and it would have seemed to have been obvious to have set up coffee locations on virtually every corner, but nobody kind of did it the way they did it. And everybody then looked back and said, why wasn't it done? It's hard to understand why some obvious answers don't get done. The probable reason in this particular case is is that it just seems too complex to execute and that there's so much gravity to the way business is done in healthcare or in any other business. And when it's done that way around the world, it's very hard to change after a lot of years because there's a lot of people whose self-interest stand in the way. And I think the people are concerned that by trying to change in this dramatic a fashion the way we go about trying to get cures, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to stand up and oppose it, and it's going to be very complex to do. And I think that's why the people who realized this a long time ago haven't mounted a effort to change this. Uh, that's kind of why they haven't done it. But you know what? This is too important an issue. There's too many people suffering that don't need to be suffering. I believe it's now time to make a stand. You know, you mentioned DARPA, but NASA sort of comes to mind as another government agency that's very mission-oriented and has accomplished a lot. Would the American Center for Cures sort of be like that with a centralized location and purpose? I think it's comparable. I think that the basic model of DARPA is probably much more comparable to what we're doing. But no, I think that there are similarities, certainly. Are there other problems that the American Center for Cures will solve about research besides the fact that we'll be driven to cures? I don't think it's going to solve issues relative to research because we're going to be so laser-focused towards cures. I think we're going to, as a byproduct of our efforts, come up with a lot of solutions, other types of solutions, other types of drugs, 
certainly other positive things for society, much like, by the way, NASA has done, to your point, and much like DARPA has done. Our mission is to be totally focused to cures, and we're not going to try to do anything other than stick to our mission. We spend a lot more money on terrorism and war than on finding cures for disease. How can we change government priorities and reward systems to get better treatments and cures to patients faster and more economically? I want to thank our guest, businessman and political advisor, Lou Weisbach, for helping us take a look at these provocative questions and the American Center for Cures. I'm attorney and Dr. Bruce Bloom, president and chief science officer of Partnership for Cures. You've been listening to this special ReachMD Public Policy Healthcare Report on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, where you can find our new on-demand and podcast features that will allow you access to our entire program library. Thank you for listening.